Yep, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast, Friday, December 5th, 2014. I'm the Word Butcher. Joining me, Wordsmith Lauren Clark. Hello. Hello yourself. How are you? Excellent. I'm not going to ask that. I keep saying I'm not going to ask it, but I do it out of Actually, habit. Actually, you know what? I'm not. I'm oh. not good. Why? Bad. Oh, I like that. What's wrong? <laughs> I don't even know. I just have been in a slightly crabby mood. There you go. Makes you for a asked, fun show. You asked me. Now you've got it, buddy. What are you, you know, gonna? I'm one of those people. What do you that got Actually, next? doesn't want the truth when I ask that. <laughs> you know, there's a whole movement where you're supposed to say, "Ask the question and mean it." You you want to listen to the response and mean it, which, in a lot of ways, there's makes a movement, sense. Is there? Wow. Well, there, there was this thinking that, hey, why are we asking that just as a an empty question, as a as a greeting, rather than genuinely inquiring as to how you are? They don't do that in other countries. Ask how you are. Yeah. As, as by way of a greeting, they don't say how how's it going straight away to just like some total person they've just passed in the street and stuff. It's a strange thing that Australians do. Well, it's also, I mean, like we kiss, for instance. We yeah. don't kiss, but we, <laughs> you know, depending Having on who you the look person, at me and say that was rather strange. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you, like in Korea, for instance. Yeah, kiss. They think kissing in any capacity, from what I've seen, oh. is absolutely disgusting. Right. So it, it, they, they can't believe that two people are rubbing their mouth um, or well, their my, food entrances on each other. My <laughs> food entrances. Well, that's all they use How's it for. How's the going word, Butcher? <laughs> my uh, friends from the States couldn't believe it. They shake hands. Uh, well. As a greeting, they shake hands, as well, generally so speaking. I mean, what I found weird, though, I've, I'm more and more, I'm mm. shaking hands with women. Well, I th- was. Why is that weird? I don't think that's weird. I, well, I think it. No, I think it's a generational thing where once upon a time a man would shake your hand and, and they go, "Give me a firm handshake." So son, ridiculous. And all that. Okay, fair enough. You know but there's I'm a crabby? lot of stuff in history ridiculous, and we're going to make you happy by the end of this. Okay. A lot of things in history are ridiculous, and we yep. learn as a species. But I have to say that was a thing when I was living in the states that I loved was that everybody shakes hands upon meeting like women, men, girls, boys, the whole thing. Everybody mm. shakes hands upon meeting somebody. And what it does is it's it's kind of like a social rule, which means it absolutely cuts out all this kind of social awkwardness of what do I do? Do I shake your hand? Do I give you a kiss? Do I say hello? Mm. What's your name? Like there's an actual ritual of hi, my name's blah, nice to meet you. Shake I really think we should introduce that here because I don't know so what's much. going on. Do I hug? No. Do I kiss you on the cheek? Do I plant one on the food entrance? It's all, it's such <laughs> it's entrance. such yeah. Maybe we can. That's our new. No, new, it's no, not our new. Why not? Anything. It's terrible. Well, it's the food, the food entrance. Exit. But <laughs> I'm what I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, because I've caught myself recently. I've, I've like someone's landing for the kiss, gone on the cheek, oh and then oh, I didn't no, know whether to hug. Oh, see, I'm so horrified. I'm so embarrassed. Well, it is. It's a tight one. And the thing is, too, that it does. If if you know that when you meet somebody, you're shaking hands immediately, looking in them in the eye, and saying hello, then it takes away so much other awkwardness. So the only thing you're concentrating on is their name. I was heaps better at remembering people's names when I was introduced to them in the states. Well, do you find though, if someone's shaking your hand, yeah. And you or you you do the shaking, yeah. Um, and you and you pop their bones, like it that becomes awkward as well. Like it looks like a, a domineering what thing. What are you, Hulk? The the, the big amount of times thing? I, I've shook shook what it shuck someone's hand, <laughs> yeah, and, and crushed the living bejesus and, and pop their them. hand. What do you mean, pop their hand? What are you well, doing to people? It. But no, 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 because you might just get the bones on a particular Shake angle. My hand. What are you talking about? 
Uh, so we had a good grip. We got in each other's little um, thumb path. Yeah. Uh, we didn't. <laughs> but sometimes you, you accidentally grab someone across the knuckles and you squeeze uh, okay. and they're going so pop, crunch, the and they're looking oh. at you. And I'm going, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to greet you. But uh, it, don't come here and tell me that the handshake is the cure-all for social ills, okay? No, I think it is. Well, I'll tell you what. It's filthy, though. It's a bad habit. Well, it's better than kissing. Kissing is disgusting. Particularly Just on the what? Food entrance. The, world, the food entrance. But it's interesting that you bring up greetings and sort of etiquette because this morning, mm. I want to ask you, this is good because I live in a house that has a bluestone laneway next to it. Nice. Right? Yep. And Friday mm-hmm. here in Melbourne, Australia is bin, bin day night. where I live. Bin day. Yep. Bin day, bin night. Well, Thursday yep. night's bin night, Friday morning's bin day. Yeah. If people... Yeah. are bringing their bins out at five in the morning. And Fired. I, yes, I've got every right to be uh, a little oh, bit miffed. yeah. Down a cobblestone lane. No, I live down a cobblestone lane and I used a cobblestone to lane. get up at 4.30 and go into work. Or no, I'd, get a, I'd be leaving the house here at five or whatever, right. 10 to five. A couple of times I saw my full bin there and thought, oh, no, didn't take it out. Good. Can't do that. Because it, it wakes the dogs, it wakes the household, and, and these douchebags yeah. are using this laneway like it's Burke Street. Five okay. o'clock in the morning? Yeah. No, that's really okay, uncool. Good. Question number two then yeah. when it comes to bin etiquette, mm-hmm. do you yeah. have to have your bins in by the end of bin day? No. Well, you can leave them out in the street for as long as you want. Uh-huh. Is that why? because you're lazy? Because I'll tell you what. I have the. What I have about half a dozen you, bins Mr. out the front Fisnickety, of my house. It looks Fisnickety. like I'm living out the back of a, a restaurant. Right. You know. Plus, it, it brings flies. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're an so old man. So you're just saying to me that it's not. Not. No, not by the end of the day. By the Two end days. of business, bull. Two days. By the end of business on bin day, bin away, sh- should and shall be brought in. What if you're away? Well, you should and shall. I love how you're trying to make it legal. <laughs> You speak to your neighbour. This is why we have neighbours, to bring your bins in. If there's anything that a neighbour can do for you, it's check the mail, bring the bin in, right? Yeah. You say, Beryl, I'm away. Yeah. Bring in uh, the bins for 96, will you? Do you know, if we had a good memory, we we could offer a service as part of this podcast. At the end of every podcast, we could say, hey, if you live in blah, 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 it's bin night tonight. But it's a bit sort of narrow view, isn't it? Unless we find out the bin nights of anywhere around the world. Well, if you listen Hmm. and you want us to remind you of your bin night, then you just request. So it's not that we do the research and just do every suburb in the world Mm because how boring. It's like listening to the weather and you're like, why am I listening to the weather in, you know, Guatemala or whatever if I'm not going there? (laughs) (laughs) Bulgaria and Guatemala. All right. So big and stupid at stupidlybig.com. Yeah, or contact us us through the website. Yeah, and we'll tell you when it's bin night. We might. We we can't really. Our memories are pretty bad. Make a promise, keep a promise. All right, okay. Make a promise, keep a promise. That might not be something that people need to be reminded of, but if you listen to the podcast on the same day, then this is the sort of service we can provide that other podcasts can't, you see. Jeez, we are becoming a one-stop shop. Hey, mm. speaking of which, you're you know you are the wordsmith. You're the sort of the smart part of this operation. This feels like a okay. setup. Yep. No, no, but it does surprise me. Oh God! It does surprise me that a woman of the world, as you are, you've travelled, you've been educated, 
You've seen, um, you know, you've been undressed by kings and huh? something, and you've been to paradise, but you've never been to me, and all that stuff. I don't right? know what any of that meant, but okay, it makes it my life matter. sound a lot more interesting <laughs> than it's been. Yeah, I noticed we 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 had a meeting the other day with someone. We ate breakfast. Oh, uh, you're not. Well, I'm just asking you the question: How we're eating breakfast? No, you you're can't e- do this to you me. You're eating slowly, which is fair enough. You don't. I usually wolf my food, but I didn't on this occasion. Can I say why? Because you were speaking with someone. Yeah. Right? Okay. I was talking yeah, rather a you lot. Were talking. That was the nature of the meeting. Let's put it like I that. I passed the food through the food entrance, then proceeded to continue with the meeting. Yeah, you just we go silent and I'm supposed to pick up the social slack and then I get told off for not paying attention well, to my food. Well, interesting because you were picking up the social slack and you let the team down because you've set your food down there, knife and fork together. I wasn't even looking. I wasn't looking at my food. Oh, my God. What? Knife and fork together. I'm going to start calling you to account. You've done the this to me twice now. appears at our table, takes my empty plate. Yeah. What else did she take? Ta- she took a plate where I'd had, what, what, three mouthfuls. No, no, no. It was half eaten. No, it wasn't. Takes your plate. It was not half eaten. We're not going to bicker about this, Lauren. Takes <laughs> um, your plate. <laughs> I'm not allowed to argue. And then you proceed to berate the poor woman. Did I? Uh, excuse me, I'm not finished. No, I didn't. And I we're said all, that, everyone I, at the table's looking at each other like sideways going, uh, oh, wow. yes, you are, because the international excuse me. sign, listen, the international sign of I am done here with this plate of food is knife, knife and, fork and fork together. together. How did it happen in your well-educated, well-cultured life that that wasn't taught to you? It was taught to me. Mm-hmm. I, however, was talking to somebody in a meeting capacity. It's really annoying. Unless I can't you, say what this was. Your knife and we fork got together? interviewed for something mm-hmm. and I was answering a whole lot of questions on the record being recorded, you'd gone silent over there, Mr. Helpful Pants. And I'm so I'm talking, and then suddenly I look down, and I have I've accidentally just placed my knife down right next to my, fo- my fork, didn't realize that she's in the act of taking away a plate, which Rightfully is full. So, like, okay, you I gave had, her the sign. Listen, I had two pieces of toast and some eggs, right? I hadn't even eaten. Half of one of the pieces of toast. That is not. Gave her the sign. Yeah, but she, you know what she could have done? The Are you done there? Was professional. Are you done there? Didn't need to. You finished? You gave her the sign. And I wouldn't have even brought this up had I not realised on more than 20 occasions on other times we've dined together that once you are finished, you're, uh, you've got cutlery akimbo. <laughs> because. <laughs> I so, see, these are the things that I don't. So I know it's lesson. a rule, but I don't care. Well, there you go. At least you're now telling the truth. Thank you. <laughs> I don't care. Stupid. Hey, mm. we've got some email. Oh. And, nice. you know, this is uh, the section of the show where we deal with business. And this is business. This is a question. Buddy. Yeah. And it says, uh, hi, guys. As I'm getting older, this is from Chris. Uh, no, it's not. I do apologize, Clayton. It's from Clayton. <laughs> Where did Chris come from just out of interest? Does that matter? No. No. Shut up. Uh, hi, guys. As I'm getting older, I'm making age-appropriate age fashion decisions and I'm wanting to know your opinion on what event needs to happen in a man's life that makes it acceptable for him to team silky tracksuit pants with a business suit. With a business suit? 
<laughs> shirt, sorry, business shirt. Right. Furthermore, which end of the spectrum uh, do you go with for footwear, sneakers or black business shoes? Don't want to offend anyone, so please help. So the question is, when is it okay to team tracksuit pants with a business shirt? That's easy. If you barrack for Essendon. So here in Melbourne, Australia, <laughs> right? we have uh, the Australian Football League for those listening from out of town. Yeah. Uh, Essendon are probably one of the most hated teams, uh, one of the most arrogant teams uh, to ever play sport on planet Earth. You know, we don't want to isolate people. We want to isolate Essendon. Do we? I wouldn't know. (laughs) Gratefully. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Gleefully, gleefully, I would say, from the look on your dumb face over there. Yeah, continue. Anyway, I was at a game once, uh, the most loved side, obviously, is at the Richmond Tigers. Yeah. And uh, they were playing the Essendon Bombers, and a guy dressed like that, had the tracksuit pants, the shirt, yeah. scraggly beard before they were cool. Yeah. And just in answer to part two of the question, are you always must wear, always yeah. must wear business shoes with tracksuit pants if you got the shirt? What? How are business shoes? And, see, because you, it just completes the look. What look? The, I don't know what the hell I'm doing look. Or I've lost my pants and I've <laughs> found some cheap tracksuit pants. Somebody spilt something on me and I had to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> always wear the business shoes with tracksuit pants. But... This guy, and this this sums up uh, Essendon supporters to me, just briefly, yeah. was walking up to us along the sort of concourse of the Oval yeah. with his hands down the back of his pants, his tracksuit pants, obviously for easy access, and then removing them and putting his hand to his face. I'm not even, I can't even say the words. Oh, yeah. Stu. That's right. Why, and that's, why share that sort of thing? Because it's burnt into my, it happened 20 years ago and but I never why? forgot. And the guy was wearing a shirt and tracksuit pants. And it just summed up a lot of but things for me. But now we all feel ill. Well, uh, you shouldn't because I didn't say anything. No, that was... I didn't, give, uh, I didn't give you exact. That was horrifying. I do not want to even imagine that there are further exacts. It's real life. Uh-huh. I don't understand why. Uh-huh. So is this, is this Clayton person suggesting that he wants to wear silky tracksuit pants with a business shirt? Well, if he was going to, is it okay? And what are the circumstances? And, and what who, shoes do I and wear? And who's it going to offend? It's going to offend why, everyone. Why would you wear that? Like, what in what scenario? Why wouldn't you go? I'm wearing tracksuit pants. Screw that. I'm not wearing a business shirt. Is it because you want to get away with it by wearing it to work? I don't think he does. I think he must have seen someone. He's throwing cats among pigeons. The cats are fighting. The pigeons are fighting. There's fur <laughs> everywhere. We answered his question. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. Well. I recently, you know how I enjoy the tracksuit pant. Mm-hmm. I... You don't wear them out in public, though. Oh, I do. Sometimes. You're a jeggings fan. Jeggings? Yes. If, if this is our fashion uh, segment... Uh, please, let's just not have on. a fashion segment. Why? Because let's not. All right, continue on. Anyway, uh, I was recently in... So, remember I told you on the weekend I went to Clunes... Mm-hmm. Booktown. Central Victoria. Booktown. Do you have to say Booktown after Clunes now no. that it's a Booktown? No, you don't. Anyway, I went there and they... You say have... Mad Max Town. That's where they film Mad Max. Oh, that yeah. to me has a lot more uh, cachet. Continue. Than the fact that it's and an Booktown. internationally renowned... Okay, Mad Max, $100 million, probably the greatest film Australia's ever produced. So what, capitalism's defining what we like now? No, no, but artistic uh, legends, that'll do. Artistic legends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, I'm going to rest uh, rest there. Let it rest. But but I went to Clunes and I went to some secondhand shops. And you know your contention about secondhand shops and how they're, in, they're suddenly really expensive. Mm. 
and everything, in, even in like country towns, you can't get, you can't escape it. It was totally true there, except the bookshops. They were not super expensive, but they. But I, I did do a thing where I realized I am bad at secondhand shopping. Hmm. I am bad at it with clothing, and I'm bad at it with books, which I love. I love. I love that, How can that's, you be bad at it with books? Well, that's the thing. I love. It's it's the fear of missing out part of my psychology mm-hmm. um, just makes me... Missing out on what, a first edition, something? No, or... it's just, I don't know. I'm there going, oh, this is where the b- books are... Gr- secondhand books are amazing. Where I do I even look? This is where books are grown. So, <laughs> Pretty so... much. But where do I even look? Do you go I into a frenzy when it comes to... Just a little bit. Just an internal frenzy. Just a little bit. I kind of can't... And people are like, come on, Loz, let's go to the next... Let's go to the cafe. Let's have lunch. And I'm like, uh-huh, just give me five more minutes. Like, I can't escape from I and here's the thing I bought a few books I bought um a beautiful copy of Under Milk Wood, one of my favorite plays I bought a present for a friend that I won't say in case he listens I bought a that's a good test isn't it mm. I bought uh, a few other books for some other people some short stories and you're gonna name these things people are interested hang on hang on the- and yes. this is what I've started to do and I think it must be that where I'm at in my life I go to the kids section hmm. and I find books from when I was a kid that are not around anymore and I'm not buying them for a kid. <laughs> Nostalgia purchases. Yeah. And there was there was this, there was there were these beautiful church mouse books when I was a kid by someone called Graham Oakley, I think, and they're stunning. Uh, they're just funny. They're adult funny and they're kid funny and I loved them as a kid because they they're about this ch- this this cat that lives in a church called Samson and he's been listening to the um, sermons and the sermons say don't hurt anybody so he can't hurt all the mice around him who drive him crazy and boss him around and um, one of them like knows how to read and so he's the really well read one and he's totally like doing he, he thinks he's a man of the world but he makes all the bad decisions you know and it's just a funny there are so many funny things happening so it's not you know. christian propaganda no not at all okay it, in fact it's it's quite it's gorgeous right at the the kind of um ideas behind it are just f- fabulously well thought through and i have not been able to find it i looked on the internet there's a special site you can go to where like you can find old out of print books it wasn't on that. I found one copy because there's a series of them. But the, but I went there on the weekend and for seven bucks there was one of the church mice books mm. and it was in perfect condition. It was fantastic. Loved it. But And I thought, see, maybe I'm getting better at this. Maybe I can do this whole book shopping, you know, secondhand shop thing. But then I saw there was a, there was a dollar bargain table over in the corner. Mm. I'd ignored it a little bit. I'd sort of glanced over it, the sea of it, and I'd seen nothing on the surface that I – that I really You've got love. to dig, like records, you've got to dig. Someone else dug <clears throat> and I saw her hand fall on the copy just as I noticed the copy of this book. I saw her hand fall on it and I went, <gasps> I almost said, no, like really, this is mm-hmm. what I get like. Yeah. You like this? What was the book? It was a kid's book. It was one that from when I was a child that I didn't even remember that I'd remembered. It was one of those ones. But as soon as I saw the cover, I went, oh, all the whole story came back to me. It's called something like Bears Indoors. Okay. And it's like I'm talking Bears little indoors. kids. Like it's a little kid okay, book. Okay, it's funny. But it just re- reminded me of my whole, like I could remember where it sat in the bookshelf, where I lived when and I was a kid. you didn't get it. 
she got it. Fair enough. And I, I, I literally followed her to the counter Snooze and hoped, you lose. This is what I can't. I don't like. I don't know what it's. The, it's the thing you should like about secondhand shopping is the fact that you the hunt. The hunt, mm. but it's the exact thing that makes me leave with a handful of amazing arms full of amazing books, still feeling robbed. Well, at least you're finding stuff because I don't, I don't shop for books, but I do shop for clothes secondhand. Mm. And being larger, okay, there's, mm. there's a, this is, this is something you won't have to worry about. But with secondhand men's clothing in the larger sizes, there's two categories. Oh yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, they don't exist. Yeah. Or they've got stains all over them. Oh, really? And, and what is it? So I'm, I'm just picturing larger men yeah. must just eat a lot of stuff with gravy in it because everything <laughs> Makes sense. has a brown stain <laughs> and yellow armpits. Oh, hmm. no. So, I mean, bears indoors, I can feel your pain, <laughs> but at least you saw the Holy Grail. My, the Holy Grail for me would be if I saw a double XL, I uh, know, oh Ralph Lauren shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're in mint condition. Right. And if, the beauty of shopping double XL mm. is that nobody's moving fast to the racks. <laughs> Stupid. All right. It's almost time for us to get out another week, our third week in existence. It feels a lot longer than that, doesn't it? It does, actually, in a good way. In a good way. Hey, I want to leave you with a little tidbit, though, oh, Lauren Clark. Stu, I never thought I'd hear you say that word. Tidbit. That is the nano word. It's going to be a word that I use a lot, I think. Tidbit. Tidbit. Okay. But it's, I just noticed. It's like knickknack. It's kind of. Knickknack doesn't have the same gravitas as tidbit. You think tidbit has gravitas? <laughs> yeah, in certain yeah, situations. Continue. What is your tidbit for today? Well, you know how I'm, I'm not anti-food truck. I'm anti-unoriginal uh, thinking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when. Well, and no, I just think, you know, copying. Is annoying. Okay. Yeah. Right. Not saying even with the food trucks copying, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I just said I thought the food truck jumped the shark when I saw a kids' book entitled "That's Right Tough Food Trucks" or something, and you know <laughs> yeah. it was all about the food trucks all hanging out. <laughs> That's not, right. not exactly the same thing as yeah. Samson the Church Cat. Now, I saw one the other day. They driving past, and I thought, have we in fact reached peak food truck here? Right. Uh, it, it was a sandwich truck. Yeah. They did toasted sandwiches. Yeah. But uh, they, you know how there's uh, like fish and chip shops? Yeah. And they call them fish and chipperies. Yeah. And there's all these eeries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this sandwich truck had, uh, they were calling themselves a sandwich pressery. I thought, hang on. I like hang it. A pressery? Give me <laughs> a break. One business that doesn't need a truck to get around because they're super rad. Can I say quickly yeah. before you move on to them? Okay. Just because I saw it yesterday, a poster for a street food festival. Do you uh, know where it is? Uh, Coburg Drive-In. Melbourne Showgrounds. <laughs> Melbourne Showgrounds. <laughs> Hang on. A because the festival. Melbourne street food culture is just so alive here. Like I love just walking down my main street and all, and all the locals <laughs> are just cooking up. You know, the Australian delicacies. What's, what's Australian street food? Pie warmers. Like I would say food trucks. Oh. For sure. Street At the showgrounds. food. For, yeah. Fake streets. <laughs> for you. For everybody. Anyway, tell us about the super ads because I love the super ads. Well. Just because I love that name. Yeah, they're the nail art queens, Lauren. Mm. We know this. Uh, they specialise, and I've said this a few times this week but because I, I like it, mm. they specialise in turning your digits into tiny works of art. Now, they've got two specials 
for just a li- from now until December 13 for stupidly small podcast listeners. Okay, head in there, you get 25 bucks off a two nail art feature, right, and mm-hmm. a manicure, or 20 bucks off a gel polish manicure. Right, you just have to mention stupidly big or stupidly small. It's easy. Wow. Bookings available at Miss Gertrude's Salon. That's Rear 150 Gertrude Street, Fitzroy, here in Melbourne. And you can email them, though. We're an online society now. The Nail Sisters at gmail.com. Check them out. The Super Red Nail Sisters.com. Thank you so much to them for being our sponsor this week. Yeah, Without yeah. your sponsorship, well, we'd still keep going, but we'd be probably living in a cardboard box. So thank you so much, Super Rads. We've got a new sponsor next week, which we'll talk about on Monday. Don't forget, get in contact with us on Twitter at Stupidly Big, Facebook forward slash Stupidly Big, big and stupid at gmail.com or stupidlybig.com. And uh, if it's if you want your bin night to be part of the ongoing bin night, what can we call it? Bin nightery? Oh my god. A, then just hit us up on, through the website, contact us page, or yeah, email us at bigotstupid. Good idea. We're going to do you a favour. Can I just finish one more thing? Yes. We've got a party next Friday. It's a week away. How are we not mentioning this? I don't know. Probably because we haven't even had the meeting about how we're going to do it. I know. It's at the Workers Club in Fitzroy, corner of Gertrude and Brunswick Street in Fitzroy. It's our launch breakfast. We're going to give you food. There's going to be cocktails. Coffee will work it out. Love to see you down there. We're going to be recording the podcast live. We have a host. A bit of fun. You'll be out of there by about 8.30, head to work, or just whatever you get on with your day. It's been a great week. Lauren Clark, thank you so much. Thank you, Stuart Farrell. I look forward to seeing you Monday. You know you do.